I say this, like if you're trying to build software for everyone, you're building software for no one. If you want it to do everything, it's not going to do anything uh, for people because, you know, no one's going to use it. And that that focus, the idea of it's not that you can't have multiple things going on, but like you got to know what you're doing, who your customer is, why you're doing it, why you're different. Hello and welcome to Outer Spaces, a podcast dedicated to empowering designers and contractors in the outdoor living space. I am on a mission to scour the globe to find and interview the most brilliant mindset coaches, sales strategists, and business leaders alive, and present them in a way that landscapers, hardscapers, and outdoor living pros can immediately put them into use to grow and thrive. On Outer Spaces, we are passionate about breaking the chains of small mindsets and helping contractors just like you take control of their businesses and their lives. My name is Joshua Gillow, and through my 27 years of dirt under the nails experience, I look forward to sharing tips, strategies, and other contractor success stories here on the Outer Spaces Podcast. Now, let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Outer Spaces Podcast. This is your host, Joshua Gillow, and to this week on the podcast, I have Luke Hansen. He's the CEO and founder of Company Cam. It's an innovative uh, visual-first documentation and communication app for contractors, and they're based out of Nebraska. And what they help you do is they help you keep all your pictures in order from job sites and communications and all that stuff. Because I know if, if you're anything like me, take tons of pictures of projects, either before or during or after, and they all get stuck on your phone somewhere and then you can't find them. This takes care of all that for you. And it does so much more than that. It's very, it's priced very effectively. And uh, it really solves a major problem that we found here in the uh, you know, any of the construction trade. So anyway, um, we're going to talk to Luke, see where he's taking the company. I know they have over 140,000 users now and his team keeps growing. So we talk about the, you know, what company cam is. And we also talk about how's he growing as a man in order to keep up with the growth of this company. So if that excites you, I'm listening. Hey Luke, man, welcome back to the show. I can't wait to unpack what you've been up to over there at company cam and, and to, you know, discover exactly how you continue to help contractors become more profitable and to really have them running a business that's a lot more efficient and a lot more, you know, overall easier to run. So Luke, welcome back. I'm glad to be here, Joshua. Thank you. And yeah, we had a great time last time. I'm looking forward to do it again. I know it's bigger and better now because I think that was two years ago, was, uh, yeah. roughly. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited to hear where you're going too. But yeah, yeah it's 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 been good, you know. Um, there's always new things, always exciting things. I have to stop myself because I'm always so excited about the new exciting things, and then remind myself that the old tried and true things are what most people care about. That's the yeah. stuff that works for everyone. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, it, it, it's kind of a biz. I don't know. There's some sort of bigger lesson there, just around. Gosh, don't forget the core things when you're trying to do the new thing you want to do new stuff but course, if you leave that core behind then you end up kind of i don't know just a little bit lost and i've been there no absolutely dude especially as entrepreneurs right we're always thinking like all right that's awesome but what's next <laughs> right mm -hmm. always thinking like all right well that's really cool how can we make it better you know i just read a um, each morning I read out of my John Maxwell, uh, leadership Bible. And, and there was one thing in there that was not from the Bible. It was actually from Confucius. And he says, he who chases two rabbits catches neither. Mm. And I was like, man, is that the story of my life? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, sometimes you catch, you get a tail, you get a hair or leg or something like that. But oftentimes I'm chasing like 12 rabbits and I'm like, I wonder why I don't ever get my hands on those little rascals. Oh, Isn't it crazy? That's such a, 
That's such a great quote. I know I've like I've heard that yeah. sometime in the past. I couldn't have rattled it to you there, but I, I immediately what came to my mind was I say this, like if you're trying to build software for everyone, you're building software for no one. Yes. If you want it to do everything, it's not going to do anything mm. uh, for people because, you know, no one's going to use it. And that that focus, the idea of it's not that you can't have multiple things going on, but like you got to know what you're doing, who your customer is, why yeah. you're doing it, why you're different. And uh, yeah, it's I don't know. sorry, I have all these little sayings, but, you know, people don't. And this is a little bit of a software. I, mean, I think it's true more broadly, but in software, it's like people don't use features. They use products. You know, mm. there's no, yeah, your product does this, it does that. Well, they, to them, it's one product, you know, yeah. and it does some different stuff, but you've got, it, you have to think of it that way as, as one thing that's there to help this person accomplish what they're trying to do and not just a collection of features, which you can start to, you know, like a, like if you're selling a job, like landscaping, it's like, the idea that you're going to take them from where they are now to the place where they're happy sitting on their patio, you know, with the fire going, everything in there along that path is your product. Mm -hmm. It's not just the stones mm -hmm. or the, you know, this piece or that piece. And it, it yeah, I, I think it applies broadly, but I, these, these are the things I have to remind myself of <laughs> quite regularly. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, the context around that. Uh, that saying was about goals, right? We want to set up. It's just about the end of the year now. It's almost time to set our goals for the year, which is bullshit. You got to be doing that constantly. That doesn't just happen mm -hmm. once a year. Anyway, but the point is, it's time that we're told to do that. So now you set these goals, but like, I want to, I want to race a marathon this year. And I want to, I want to grow my company by, uh, you know, hundred percent. And I want to serve here and I want to do that. And I want a new house and a new car. And all of a sudden you have all of these goals laid out and no prioritization. And mm -hmm. the next thing you know, you end up, chasing them all and getting none of them. So to your point, just like with software or even outdoor living, how do you differentiate yourself? You've got to own your crazy. You've got to own the niche. The riches are in the niches, right? That's, mm -hmm. Doesn't Hormozy say that? The riches are in the niches? And it's I, like, yeah. you've got to get in there and you got to say, look, I'm going to own this column. I'm going to own this vertical. And that's what we're going to do to be the absolute best at and not get let too shaky. Let me interject one thing here because Please. first of all, you're right on that. When you were talking about prioritization, that, you know, my former COO, uh, who's just all around awesome guy, but he knew that I struggled with that. You know, I get excited. I got a lot of things we want to do. We could do this. We can do that. And it's hard if you have a list of like 20 things to yeah. just go through and write them in order. That's a quite difficult. Um, there was an app or like a website that he found where you would put the list in the website and then it would just put one up against the other. Mm. So it would it like, it'd take all 20 and it's in a sense, shuffle them around and it'd say, do you care more about this or this? It's only two. You had to have one. So you pick and it yeah. takes you through this exercise of just comparing one against the other. And then in the end, it spits out the list. It says, okay, based on your choices of how you were choosing one over the other across these, you know, 10 things, or it, it could be three, it could be 20. It doesn't really matter. It just can take you a little longer. Mm -hmm. um, it helps you get to that order of priority when it can be difficult if you're just trying to write them down in order. Yeah. Um, and I, I found it, at least for me, really helpful to do it that way. Because if I'm looking at two things, I can, I can say, mm, this one is more important. And if you're only choosing between maybe three, okay, you can just do that. But when you're choosing between 12 or something, what are the 12 things we could do? 
getting that down to like, what are the top four and what order are they in? Yeah. I found that to be really helpful. And I'll dig that up and send you the link so you have it. But That'd be awesome. that for people like me, whose mm -hmm. uh, brains sometimes are a little ADD style, yeah, that yeah. was, it was like an epiphany. I was like, oh, I can just, all I have to do is this and I get the answer in the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, that prioritization is so important. Oh, it so is, it's no doubt. Dude, I, one reason I wanted to bring you back on this show is because I love your mission. You know, your mission is to get company cam in the hands of every contractor on the planet. And I know you're well on your way for that. And, you know, and I, it's not just about the product or the the software itself. I know you've got a much bigger vision. I'd love to, and a much bigger mission for that. I'd love mm -hmm. to know why that's so darn important to you and why you've, you know, invested your most precious asset, your time and your life to making that come true. Yeah, that's a good question. So when we started, we didn't have a mission. I mean, w we had a mission implicitly, which is like, Hey, can we make this work? Mm -hmm. You know, this seems important. We need it. Um, and just kind of that challenge, the creative nature of it. I, 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 you know, that's my thing. I love that. Um, and as we were, you know, building company cam, we we're seeing how it was working for people. We were adding stuff to it. We realized that really the core element of company cam and really of, I would even say this is true, especially of every contracting business is trust you are looking to trust that uh the work is getting done uh the way you want it to you're looking to trust that your business can operate with your when your eyes on it. you want your customer to be able to trust you um and you have to trust your business before your customer can trust you and so we we kind of realized through this let's call it on the ground the the truth on the ground when you're taking these photos videos now we got a cool new thing where you're talking to your phone and it like builds you this note document. Um, but you are capturing the facts on the ground. That is a truth. Mm -hmm. That is at a time and place, this is what is. And you have to have that foundational truth in order to be able to build that trust. And so we are trying to help capture that truth, have it be shared throughout your organization so that it's not, it's kind of automatically organized. It's not hidden away. And then when you have that, that can allow you to have this effective communication um, and avoiding miscommunication. It can allow you to have real daily accountability and it can help you trust your business and thus your customers can keep, can grow in trust of you. And so that is kind of a big idea and it isn't where we started, but it's kind of like you almost realize it by doing it. You talk yeah. to people, you're working on it and you're honing in. I'm like, okay, we know that we're kind of going in the right direction, even if we couldn't perfectly articulate what that core thing is. And over time, and I don't think we're still, we still haven't, as you heard by that explanation, we don't, it's, we don't have it maybe perfectly distilled. I know at the bottom is that word trust, yeah. but we, we almost in a sense backed into it, but Whenever I go out, I just, I just had a convo with our team that builds our website. They were asking, how can we get to know our customers better? You know, how can we, um, like what, how should we even go about that? And what I told them is, you know, getting the best way bang for your buck is to get out to these kind of trade shows and these events. We'll go there. There will be already existing customers of company cam there that you can talk to. Um, there'll be potential customers who don't know anything about us, don't care. There will be other businesses there. You can kind of see what the shape of that, that industry looks like. And, but getting out 
and and getting to know the people and getting to understand it, like almost understanding their problems at this deep level is what you need to be doing and without going out and getting in it you just can't do that and that that we're not going to be able to continue to go down this road of helping them solve these problems of trust, communication, accountability, unless, unless we're there, you know, cause I've, I've worked as a contractor, but I haven't for now eight years, you know, talk to a lot of contractors. I'm, I'm reasonably well connected, but when you're not feeling it every day, right. It's easy to forget, you know, like, and you have to, you have to work hard to remember, you know, we're just, to avoid too many stories here, but um, talking about, I think it was like the book of Exodus. God's trying to convince the, or the, the, the idea of remembering, you got to remember this thing and you got to set up ways for yourself uh, to remember. And I feel like I've gotten a long way distant here now from the trust element I was talking about, but like, mm -hmm. this is important. And yeah. the whole point of this trade show talk was it's reinforced to me how important it is every time I go out and I'm talking to the real people who are experiencing yep. it every day. Cause for me, it's, you can, you can just slowly drift away from it yep. and gosh, we feel it. And we know from hearing our customers, how much it, just how much it actually matters to them. It's almost embarrassing to me because I was like, it didn't even matter to me this much when we started it. We didn't have this big, yeah. this big plan. Yep. Um, but now, yeah, it feels a lot more important taking it a lot more seriously because of how it, important it's become to people. And sorry, last thing I'm rambling here, but no, our, no problem. So, I tell our sales reps, Hey, yeah. it is really easy to sell things that you believe in. Yes. And, um, at first when you start talking about this, you, you know, you might feel kind of uh, like I, you know, am I just saying stuff that I don't really understand, believe whatever. But I was like, after you get on the phones for a little while, you start talking to these people and you start hearing, um, them and what they're saying about it and how they're using it, you're going to come to really believe in this. And it's going to become very easy for you to sell it because you're not going to be selling in, in any sort of scammy way. You will see how much it matters to people and you'll believe it and you'll want to help the next person that calls in. You'll be thinking, gosh, I can actually help you solve these problems. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's the very long answer to why we're out here doing this. <laughs> I love it, dude. So if anybody's listening and doesn't know what Company Cam is or what it does, could you give us a really brief idea of what exactly does this thing do? Yep. The I mean, it started as, hey, we need to take pictures, you know. And and, and as you get more and more people, uh, I think at the time, 2015, when we started working on Company Cam, we had you know 30 to 50 people at our company, mm -hmm. and call it maybe even it was only, let's say 10 to 15 that were regularly taking pictures to kind of document what it looked like before, what's going mm -hmm. on right now, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And organizing that was a pain. I, I, and I had people like trying to put them in the wrong folder in the Dropbox, or they were handing me their little memory card out of their phone and all their, all the files are named the same. I just couldn't, we couldn't make heads or tails of it. And so we built it really to say, oh, you go out, it uses your GPS so that it connects these photos to the right project. Um, and then they all go to the cloud, they're all together and we give you a feed so that you can just see what's going on, you know, in real time as they're coming in and at its core, that's what it still is. It's a way for you to capture this mostly photos, but you know, information on site and have it instantly accessible across your company 
so that you can solve these communication accountability problems and you know build trust in your business and with your customer. We've added a lot of, there's a ton of features around that of kind of a commenting, mentioning people, drawing on photos, building photo reports, publishing photos to your website. Mm -hmm. um, our latest thing that I'm so excited about. So I'm building a house right now. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we just are rolling out this kind of a, uh, it's an AI. We're using AI in a very cool way. But I've, I dreamed before I ever started Company Cam of just, I'm at this job. I want to take a picture and just talk to my phone. I just want to take a picture and I just want to say there's seven vents on the east side. They're brown 505s and we need to do this, you know, or, mm -hmm. hey, we need to mulch around these six trees um, on the west side of the property. Like just that. I just want to just take a picture and do that and have it just that be done, saved, organized. And so we just built out that functionality. But what it does is it transcribes that audio perfectly. Like the AI has gotten so good at transcribing audio so that rather than having an audio file you have to listen to, right, um, right. it saves the text perfectly. So you can take pictures, talk, it'll save the text right with the photos, but then it will build, it will use AI to create like an organized document of notes where it puts, like you could talk about the West side of the property or the, or the stone or the fireplace or stuff in different times. And it will bundle all that together um, and put the notes with the pictures in this like beautiful document. Um, and it, it feels like magic, you know, mm. it, 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 it's really cool. And so, you know, we're, we're basically on this path to say, how can we make it so simple, remove every excuse from capturing what's happening so that we have a record of it so that we can see it. Um, and then how can we make that as valuable as possible to your communication and accountability so that you can get the job done every day so that you can trust your business and your customers can trust you. I love that. No, it's great. Cause you know, I know with pictures over the years, I've been in this business now 27 years. And you know, I remember in the early days when you had a little camera, I remember having a one megapixel little camera I'd carry around. Cause you know, Phones didn't take pictures back then. That's a thousand pixels. I know. And I was like, this is amazing. It's a one megapixel. This is amazing. So, uh, or whatever. But anyway, the point is, it was extremely small and I was so happy to run around and I had a phone in one pocket and that in the other. And those things all end up on an SD card and then they got lost or I didn't put them in the right hard drive or they all had the same names to your point or really close to it. You didn't have names of the client, all that. And then obviously cell phones came along and now I've got, I just checked the other day, dude, my, my oldest, uh, he looked at it and he's like, you know, I got to, I just got a notice that said my phone is kind of, uh, almost out of storage. And I'm like, dude, we got two terabytes of storage. How's that possible? How many pictures and videos are you taking? So I looked in the family plan. And I looked, he had, I don't know, like maybe 30 gigs or something like that. My other had about 30 gigs. My wife probably had about maybe 50 gigs, 60 gigs. I had 1.4 terabytes of content. And I'm like, they're looking at me like, what do you do? And I'm like, yeah, I, I just have a lot of pictures. I don't, I don't ever erase them and videos and all that stuff. And my point is, it takes me forever to scroll back through to find that project. And how nice would it be to have a way that when you're on the project, take a picture, GPS location goes to a place, my entire team can go and just grab it, look at it, and not have to scroll through my right now 35,000 pictures to try to find the one that I'm looking for. If everything was in a nice little folder with its name on it, shit, that'd be nice. Yep. <laughs> That's funny. I got into all this AI, doing all this cool stuff. And uh, to take my own medicine, you know. Just having your work photos separate from your personal photos, yeah. not taking up space on your phone yeah. and 
e immediately searchable by the address, by the customer name, if you want to add that, um, by a time frame that you can remember, yeah. by scrolling around a map and just click it, you know, the, it, that simple separating your work life from your personal life yeah. um, is one of the simplest values. And we, we even made an ad like, cause we do a lot of like, you know, Facebook, Instagram mm -hmm. kind of ads um, where uh, uh, you know, where it was, the joke was kind of like, it's a contractor scrolling through the camera roll, looking for that photo of the job to show the customer. And, you know, it's like his kids doing cartwheels. So it's like a cat with a birthday hat on. It's just <laughs> the idea that you just have this mess in there and then you've got 46 photos of just dirt. Yeah. Uh, what are those from <laughs> the worm? It's yeah. weird looking exactly. Worm yeah. There. It's like, it's You're up close. It's like, I don't know yeah. what project this is. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been, we definitely stumbled into this through this simply wanting to be organized. And that, that we knew, I knew we felt disorganized when you're not organized, you yeah. feel it. Oh yeah. You, you can't find things, you know, you, you, you have this knowledge of what you're lacking. Yeah. What we didn't realize was how powerful it was to, to, not have to go looking for things, even if you know where to find them, go open that job folder, but to have everything given to you kind of like in a real time feed so that you can just be sitting at your house. And this is a regular occurrence. Um, when I go out to my parents' house, my dad will be sitting there looking at his phone sometimes. And, you know, you kind of know by someone's age, what app they're looking at, you know, if they're like mm -hmm. 22, they're looking at Snapchat or something. And if they're 40, they're on Facebook. Well, my dad is on company camp, you know, he's, <laughs> Sitting there and he's looking, you know, did Adam get that stuff dropped off? Is Jose going to finish? You know, he's kind of just like watching this stuff happen and kind of answering these questions that are popping in his head, you know, at 5 p.m. or something yeah. um, by looking at that app. And that was, I mean, I don't want to say totally accidental, but we didn't know how powerful that would be until we started using it. Yeah. And I still have a hard time explaining almost like explaining the power of it to people who don't use it because you're really not even aware of kind of like the types of problems you can solve when you just have the information kind of open and flowing to you rather than even knowing that you have it organized, but having to kind of affirmatively decide to go look at it. Yeah. And it's really, yeah, it's, it's really cool. I even, I log into they're they're roofing my house like today that this is maybe the third day that they're, they're on the job. So I've been opening it up and just kind of like watching the updates come in throughout the day they're, They make sure to take photos, like when they get there, when they go to lunch, when they leave at the end of the day. So I get these, you know, updates, I'll end up taking like 30 photos every day. And I'm just seeing I'm like, Oh, cool. They got the East side done and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. It's, it's pretty nifty. Dude, I love that about the software is the fact that, you know, because we run a lot of um, trusted partners right out on the job sites. At the end of the day, they'll send us texts with pictures from the site and all that. But, you know, those things get lost deep into the text thread. You know, and a month later, if we got to go back, you're scrolling for whatever. You're not even make sure you're even the right thread. Whatever the point is, you know, we get to see updates all the time from clients. But what I love about company cam is the fact that that stuff flows you know they take the picture now it pops up in the office we could have a monitor or screen up and we could be seeing in live real time what's going on there and be able to monitor it in a way that we right now don't currently have the opportunity to do which is really cool and also here's another thing is 
you know, there's times where a client will call back two, three, four, five years later after a project is done. And they're like, Hey, you know what? That uh, paver patio you put in, I think it's directing water into my basement. We had a flooded basement, right? And you're like, Oh crap, like that could be a problem. So then you're going back through my camera roll camera roll, looking for all those before shots or the during shots or something to say that, look, we didn't redirect. That was always that way. We didn't change or exacerbate this problem, but I need to find evidence for that now. Right? So now I'm going back, looking, 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 hoping like, heck, there's one there. Like with your technology, it would all be in their file, right? You just go into Mrs. Jones and all of her pictures are there, GPS located to there. And you're like, mm -hmm. well, it's right there. Yeah. And we, we always lay it out in that, in a timeline. So you're looking at it and it kind of breaks down by day. And sometimes, you know, on different projects, it will be, I mean, in my family's roofing business, we over almost nine years ago, we've got back so different jobs that we've been to multiple times, you can kind of see the different times you were there. And mm -hmm. even one of the things that has been surprising to me is just remembering who was there. Yeah. Cause you, sometimes you see the photos and that tells you something and you're like, gosh, do what, do you, anyone remember talking to this person? And it's like, oh, well, uh, it was Jeff who took the photos. We should ask him. Cause yeah. you know, it shows the little, this is who took the photo. This mm -hmm. is when they took it. And just knowing, okay, oh yeah, Jeff was over there. Jeff took these photos. And that, that idea of it being your shared kind of like memory um, is some another thing that, that I discovered in that regard. It's like seeing it is actually way better at remembering it than like pulling out a work order. And like even it, the work order might tell you exactly what you did, yeah, roughly yeah. speaking. Yeah. But seeing the photos is like, oh, I totally remember that job. Um, whereas I don't know, sometimes they run together. And I, you know, I, I come from roofing. And so you know, it's pretty quick turn. You usually you roof a house in a day, few days, depending on yeah. what it is. And you roof a lot of them. Um, and you just forget, you just, you get people confused. You, you kind of can lose track of it. And that seeing it is such a good trigger for the rest of the memory of the thing. But Hey, no this is it. Yep. I feel like I don't want to make this entirely a sales pitch for company camp. I, I, I believe that. in it. Get, don't get me wrong. And I love what we're doing. Um, but I don't want to come on too strong. <laughs> no, no, I get that. I'm asking you good questions about this because I, I see such value in what you're doing for, you know, the service industries, you know, across the board and, and giving them access to content that's organized and off their phones and they can do it collaboratively as a team and a lot of other cool things that you're working into the software to be, to make it more helpful and more useful for people, right? And I know that you have over 100,000 people that are using this on a daily basis. So I mean, you guys are scaling quick, you're growing. So I'd love to kind of switch a little bit here and turn the, the, the page a bit and jump into how's it been to, you know, start out something and all of a sudden it just started taking off. And next thing you know, you're like, holy crap, we got to scale. And now we've got, you know, whatever 200 employees now and it's growing. Like, how are you personally growing? faster than this oh, company yeah. to keep it on track. Cause you know, we all well, know that if they, if the, if the leaders aren't growing faster than the company, the company's going to crash. You know, that's sometimes you're ahead of it. And sometimes it's ahead of you and it's pulls you forward with it, you know, or yeah. you, you kind of, you got to let it, you got to, one of our core values here is grow up. Um, and it's something of a, again, a lot of these are things I have to tell myself, yeah. like you, we all are on this process of growing, becoming like more mature, better versions of ourselves, capable of more. And a lot of what I see, you know, from a lot of people is not that they're limited by their talent, by their, um, you know, how smart they are or whatever, but they're often limited like here, 
like in what they think that they're capable of. And that, that just that almost reminder that, Hey, we we're growing, we want this business to grow. And if it is going to grow, we need to grow. And so for me, you know, gosh, there's been so many points where I realized I had to become better. I had to do things differently. I had to let go of things. A lot of it is letting go, like just handing something off. Um, you can still care about it, but you just can't do everything no matter how much you want to, no matter if you think you're better than the person doing it, you know, cause you probably you aren't, even if you are, you still need to yep. help that person and then let go of it. Yep. And, you know, I, I'm sure you know this just with your podcast here from the outside. Hey, we haven't talked in two years. Oh my gosh, it's so much bigger now, you know, and it, it, it all feels really fast when you're not in it. Yeah. Um, almost like someone else's kids, you know, you bump into them and it's like, Whoa, I thought you were five. And this kid's like 17 now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but when you're in it, it doesn't, it, it, the changes are more gradual. And so it's never like, I just woke up one day and it felt, it felt different. But when I look back, it's so different. I think we're at 240 people. Um, you know, like you said, I think we're at a hundred and I don't know, on the order of 140,000 people using company cam. Um, and it, it's definitely surprising to me because I was really had the goal to just have this be viable enough that me and the two other guys that were kind of there right at the beginning could make a living without going dramatically into debt doing this. Um, but it's the power of, a of, of something. If you bring value, then you can capture value. And I, I think that's one thing we've always gotten right is that we haven't overfocused on trying to hit some financial number or be too, I don't know. We've always focused on, are we solving this problem? Do people love to use this? Is it really helping them? And if we do that, Hey, we will always want to be more clever with our sales and smart with our marketing and whatever, but that your product, like the quality of your, in our case, it's an app, Mm -hmm. the quality of company cam, um, the software, but it can be the quality of a hardscaping job or the quality of you name it, like the experience that you deliver and then how that works for people over time. That is the biggest multiplier in your business. And the only thing maybe bigger than that is the people because the people are the ones that do that. So your employees, the people that work for you, but, uh, you have a great product. You have a great reputation. People loved working with you. Wow. That will make your marketing 10 times better automatically and more effective. That will make your salespeople automatically more effective. Um, but it is hard and it requires effort and it's not always, it sometimes takes a while to see the payoff. Like it is a long game to do it that way versus you'll always see a guy um, maybe cutting some corners, maybe not being totally above board. There's always a little bit faster path, maybe even just, they're just smarter than you, you know, (laughs) like, you know, and, and I, I see that when we were starting out, there was other software. I mean, you know, like I remember specifically uh, Slack, the kind of chat app for businesses was Mm -hmm. starting out and they were just like this rock. Like everyone wanted to use it. It was this great thing. And we are just grinding over here, trying to figure out how to get the next company signed up and what we need to build. Um, but that mentality, it works. I've seen it work in my dad's roofing business of just doing a great job, treating people right. I've seen it work in this business of software. And my, my hunch is that if it works in roofing, 
and it works in software that it's it's fairly universal that hey there you could always be smarter you could always do better marketing you know there's ways that you can incrementally do better but you are not going to lose or fail if you do if you make a great product that people love you just that yeah. that's a winning proposition 100% and the same even with the service world right it's just like the roofing and everything it's it's so much of it is about the customer experience Right, because mm -hmm. you know, there, there's this this old adage that I heard from a pool guy once, and and I'll never forget it. He goes, "You know what? It was after a project was going to shit. Like everything was off. The the the, the schedule was way off. They were months behind. They weren't swimming. The clients were bitchy as hell because, and I don't blame them because they were expecting you know to be able to swim in April, and we're talking it's almost August now, and this project still doesn't have water in it. And we're sitting here. We did all of our part. We're waiting for the pool guy to get their stuff together, and the pool guy goes, "You know what?" You know what I learned a long time ago, Joshua? I'm like, what's that? He goes, once they get wet, they forget. <laughs> and this is what he ran his company on. He's like, you know what? They might, my customer experience might suck. I might tell them things that doesn't matter. They get mad at me. But, you know, once they get wet, all of it disappears. It's not a big deal. And I'm like, that is one fucked up way to run a company. You know what I mean? But this is, this is the old adage, right? This is not just him. There's more than one that have that same kind of mentality. And, and, you know, I think in today's day and age, it just doesn't fly. People are used to being catered to. They want an experience. They want something that is so difficult, you know, when they, that, you know, to do themselves, I say building an outdoor living mm -hmm. space themselves, finding all the contractors or learning how to build it themselves and the, and the permits and the blah, 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 all the way down through. It's complex. And we're trying to create certainty around something that is anything but certain. Mm -hmm. We're selling certainty at the end of the day, right? So when we're talking about customer experience and to your point, users, right? Customer experience, that has to be top of the line. Your customer experience is everything. It's what they're going to be telling their friends about. It's not just the cool backyard. If you sucked as a person to work with, you didn't answer your phone, you never called back, you were never on time. I don't care if you do the very best work. They're going to not be telling their family members and friends about how awesome you are. They're going to be like, that guy mm -hmm. sucks, but he does good work, but he sucks. And the other people yeah. aren't going to move forward because we already know that. When it comes to having referrals, they're, mm -hmm. the, they're, they're already warm leads ready to say yes to you, right? They already like you in some for some reason, right? They either seen a project or they've heard something great. But if you suck in your customer experience and then you expect to get referrals out of that, you're not going to get them. And if you're wondering why you're not, stop for a second and say, would you buy from you? It's the it's the the seen versus the unseen. You know, like you're the, in economics, they talk about this, like the... Um, there's some things, consequences that you just see right away. And then there's some things that are, that, that are kind of second order to that. And the, you see the pool, you know, you might say, oh, that looks great. And it, if you in the end are delivering pools that don't leak and they, you know, they're, they're good, then, um, you're probably not gonna go totally out of business, but what you could be doing, the amount of growth you could be having, you'll never experience if you're not delivering that customer experience. Yeah. And I, I, I tell our team here, like running a contracting business is really hard. Um, you've got people, you've got people working at different locations. Um, you're trying to keep track of that every day. You've got suppliers, distributors, you're trying to coordinate, you've got actual materials, it's not like writing code and hitting enter, you know, yeah. like you've got to coordinate all of this stuff fitting together. Then you have a different customer on every job and they're like you have to manage them you have to manage the people in relation to them it's just it is not easy it, it's very hard to grow that operation and i remember specifically just the idea that we could do twice as much 
was almost, I just almost couldn't imagine how we could do it. You know, I like, it seemed like everything would just like grind to a halt if we tried to do that. Um, because of just imagining the problems you have every day and then double them. Yeah. And that, you know, and it's not that company cam is the only solution there. It is quite, it really does help you keep things in front of you where yeah. it's just like, okay, at least I see the things, you know, I may not have a solution to every problem that pops up, but I at least know that I have a problem and I'm watching it all happen. Um, but that, that, that expanding and growing and delivering that customer service, like it, it is hard. It's just hard. It's going to be a lot of work. There's no two ways about it. It's going to require, yeah, I don't know. It sometimes you're eating, you're just, you're eating it on one, you know, it's yep. just doesn't go right. It's not even half the time. It's not your fault, but it's, are you playing the short game? Or are you playing the long game? And from, I learned mostly just from watching how my dad ran our family business. Like he was definitely not the cleverest at like marketing sales business, you know, and he's perfectly sharp guy, you know, but his, what he did was he was always playing the long game. He just had this mentality of investment, this mentality that if you did things right and you were willing to kind of invest in the future rather than taking it all right now, that, that, that would work. And I saw it work over time. I saw it work with people. I saw it work with our customers. I saw it work and in that business has just grown pretty steadily over, you know, 30 years. Yeah. And it's a great, it's a great business. And it wasn't, it was overwhelmingly that consistency and that decision that you were going to do things right. And that you were going to play that long game. Um, it just, it works and not usually works faster than you think it will, oh, but yeah. it isn't a get rich tomorrow scheme. Yeah, especially in a world where everybody you're seeing, I mean, I just was scrolling the other day, like on Facebook, and it says, look, this nine-year-old is worth like $20 million. And I'm like, what could you do at nine years old that is worth $20 million unless you're, you're, you're pissing gold or something? You're like, what, what, yeah, yeah. what's going on? Like, but, you know, the interesting part about that world is the fact that, you know, within social media, there's, there's a lot of money to be made because it's all about keeping eyeballs, right? That's what Facebook mm -hmm. and, and YouTube and all that wants is what content out there keeps people addicted? Right. And the more addicted to the content, the more they'll pay for it, which is crazy, but it's true. Right. So that's, that's why it works. They can, that's ad space. That's what they need. They need people to be addicted to these things. So, you know, that's a whole different story for a different podcast, but I want to shift back here. Um, so what are some of the, what are three top things you've learned along your journey, scaling company cam and, and from your father's roofing business that you've translated mm -hmm. in, like, what are three things that stand out that you've learned more recently that you didn't think you'd ever realize or know, or just kind of hit you sideways? Gosh. Um, number one would be, it's the people, uh, it is like the people that you get on your team that like you as the owner founder, uh, let's say the kind of ultimately responsible person, your biggest leverage is in finding other great, smart, competent, good attitude people to work in that same direction, such that, you know, that might be one other person, maybe it doubles, maybe that even may, you know, triples your capacity or something. Yeah. It might be a thousand, you know, over time, but there's no such thing as companies. People, companies are just people, collections yeah. of people that have decided to work together uh, to try to accomplish something. And for, I, I was very focused on the product and I still am because I love building things. I, you know, I think 
anyone listening to this can relate. You probably started in the work quite often oh, yeah. and building things is fun. Now, I don't know, you're carrying a 150 pound, you know, granite, not granite, but like, let's say a giant stone to set. Sometimes it's not as fun, but that doing the great work, that's important. But it, in order to grow a business, you just have to focus on the people and the business. And for me that I had to shift from like, we're making an app to we're building a company of, of great people. So that's yeah. number one. Number two, I, it's, I, I think I saw it a lot more once I was responsible for it myself, which is that like playing the long game. Uh, and that might mean different things to different people. To me, it means it's like how you treat people, how you treat your customers, um, what decisions you make. Are you trying to just get a dollar this month or are you trying to get a dollar a month for 30 years? You know that, but just that mindset of like, am I operating out of the kind of immediate fear of failure of I got to get it right now? Or am I operating out of this investing mindset? It's maybe just another way I would frame it, but mm -hmm. I think of playing the long game and having that investing, investing in the future mindset uh, for me has been crucial. And, you know, number three, I'm going to say the word that just keeps coming to my mind is attitude. Um, when I first started hiring software developers, you know, coders, I was asking questions like, how many apps have you built? Uh, what have you done here? You know, things like this all around experience. And I learned pretty quickly, especially after one guy we hired, Dr. Dan, who's just a great, he's awesome. He's so smart. He, he does such good work. He had never coded an app before. He was working as a math professor hmm. and but he was super sharp. He had a great attitude. And, and I, I, I just realized like, there's a lot of skills that you can train, yep. but like a person's values, their attitude, um, their just kind of like their own personal direction. It, that's so much harder to change than whether they can write JavaScript or not, yeah, you know, yeah, you can sure. learn to write JavaScript. And mm -hmm. so I've really tried to like, from our team, from everywhere to when I'm hiring and growing the business to, to remember, like, it's way easier to train skills than it is to sort of change people's values or change their behavior. Like find those people that you'd be excited to work with. And if they don't have a, a like a skill or a specific ability you want, teach it, teach yeah, it to them. Yeah, you got to yeah. get good at teaching because if you can teach people to do things, That'll take you a long way. Sorry, I'm probably throwing in more than three. That's okay. Um, no, that's great. It's good stuff, dude. And what, that's what a, among me. the things I've learned along yeah. the way and the lessons that I'm still learning, let's say. I love it. I know Patrick Lencioni, he has this concept around, you know, when you're hiring or bringing, bringing people into your team, he talks about looking for people that are humble, hungry, and smart. Everything mm -hmm. else is teachable, right? But those three things are, are basic fundamentals. And if you can find people with those three characteristics that they're humble, they're hungry to learn. They're humble human beings. They want to be part of a team and they're smart. Everything else is teachable. And that's mm -hmm. really the baseline. And I think it's exactly what you're talking about here, right? Like they might not know how to do JavaScript, but you know what? They have all those other pieces. They have all those other foundational pieces. So let's just teach them how to do it. But if they're dicks, Absolutely. If, they're, if they're not hungry because they've got plenty of money, they don't care. And they're dumb as a rock. I don't care what you do with those people. You can't push a wet noodle, right? Just <laughs> it's not going to work. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And we've, several of our managers have talked about that book, yeah. um, that humble, hungry, and smart. And when I first heard those three, I was like, yes, exactly. <laughs> you, say no more. Absolutely. That is spot on.
Yeah, I love it, dude. Dude, I could wrap with you for hours on this, and I appreciate you coming on. So, uh, Luke, how can people find you? How can they reach out? What do you got for them that they can possibly even test out your software, see if it's good for them? Absolutely. So you can find Company Cam. We're just at Company Cam on the internet, companycam.com, at Company Cam. Our social media team is absolutely killing it right now. Um, I'm so happy with what they're doing. They We just pushed a video out yesterday of uh, uh, the kind of like, you know, you're dating a contractor and they're pointing a thing. Hey, oh, I did that job over there. Hey, see that, like, that which everyone can relate. Like oh, everyone's yeah. Oh, yeah. wife That's is like, kids. okay, yeah, yeah. We know, <laughs> we know that you did that job and that you did put that together. Um, uh, and then we put valuable stuff out there too, but so you can find us at company cam. Uh, we made a deal. So if, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking like, Hey, I wouldn't mind trying that. We always have a two week free trial where, Hey, you just try it. You get all the functionality. You're not going to lose anything. You test it out. Um, hopefully you like it and you'll stick around. Um, and then if you do, we got 25% off your first two months. Um, if you go to companycam.com slash outer spaces. So all one word companycam.com slash outer spaces. Um, if you just create an account through that page, we'll know that you came from here. We'll know to give you the discount. Um, and again, no pressure, but it's, it might help. And, and, you know, if it doesn't no hard feelings, uh, you can just move along, but other, I would love for people to try it. So yeah, you can find us around the internet, but otherwise, Joshua, thank you again, man. This really enjoyed both these conversations. I'm looking forward to another one one day, maybe after we get this AI stuff live, we could blow your, uh, blow your brain in half with how cool it is. Dude, I'd be totally open for that. I'd love to share that with the world and uh, let's plan on that, right? After the, the show here, we'll grab some, we'll figure out what time frame might look like and then I'll make sure we reach out at that time. But Luke, thank you for coming on and sharing your precious time with us and telling us about what you're working on over there at Company Cam. And you know, guys out there listening, if you struggle with trying to keep your pictures in one area, trying to have a communication center for your company that's live and also easy to go back and find things, like I mentioned earlier, trying to find those pictures of that one project where the client's calling a bitch and saying that you messed something up and you know you didn't, but you can't find the picture to show it, that would all be in one box. And you don't have to put it on your phone and end up like me with 1.4 terabytes of stuff that I don't need to have on my phone. And now I've got to upgrade my plan from two terabytes to more, or I got to go back and spend the time to get rid of all those pictures. And I don't have to go look for, through all of them and figure out what dates they were and all that stuff. And in company cam, you just put in the name of the client. There they are. So Luke, I appreciate what you're doing for all service businesses. And as always, I always appreciate talking to you and listening to what you're up to and how you're growing, brother. So appreciate you coming on and uh, we'll, hear, we'll listen to everybody. Uh, we're not listening to everybody. I'm getting a little crazy third podcast for the day. Um, we'll talk to everybody <laughs> next week. <laughs>